Welcome to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from Oh Brother Radio. We've got questions and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. All right, here we go. So, Reed, this is your game this week, which makes me very nervous because I've not done well historically. I think... You're going to do great this week. In fact, I saw some listeners tonight, and they were saying how much they've been yelling at their hmm. car stereos as I try to play your game. I, Interesting. But but here we go. Uh, we have some special guests tonight as well. Of course, I'm Will Lockamy. That's Reed Lockamy. Gelderman here as well, who runs the whole show, pushes all the buttons. And uh, we're hanging out with Drew Knox tonight. Also, John Lane going to be playing. They'll be switching up as we go through the different rounds. But Drew's up first. Now, Drew, you play trivia with Reed, right? At Diplomatelli. I do. All right. That's uh, right. Usually pretty good, too. Y'all's team does well. I don't think I'd say that. Okay. We're <laughs> average, maybe. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So, Reed, uh, what were the winning scores, and the, what was the lowest score you had at the Electric? This game is from the Electric, which is in Bluff Park, Alabama. Yeah, the team that won this week's game with 94 points was, and the Oscar goes to George Santos, right? So, congratulations nice. to them, 94 points. The low score, I won't say what team that was, was 36. So 36 okay. is the bar we're trying to make sure we at least get above. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and start tonight's game. Don't forget if you're playing along at home, you can read the instructions in the description of the podcast, right? So feel free to check that out. We'll also explain them as we play along. All right. So here are the questions for round one. These start off fairly easy. Question number one, I'll read all three questions first. Question number one, it was February 22nd of 1980, the year of Will's birth, when Al Michaels famously asked the question, Question, do you believe in miracles while commentating for what sport? All right, so that's question number one. Question number two, uh, Clement Clark Moore is widely recognized as the author of a famous 1823 poem titled A Visit From blank. So that's question number two. And question number three, films by famous props. The film is from 1994, and the prop in question is a headless pet parakeet named Petey. All right, so there are the questions for round one. We're going to go ahead and discuss our answers and see what kind of points you guys can get. Remember, you're going to rank your answers five, three, and one based on level of confidence. Yeah, okay. if you're listening on the podcast and want to pause, now's the time to do that. Come up with your answers. Okay, I feel good about one and three. Uh, number one, that was hockey. Was okay. Uh, the USA versus the USSR, right? Mm. Uh, okay, well, so I can't really do Anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's what you're uh, saying. Three is Dumb and Dumber, which didn't I have a Dumb I had a Dumb and Dumber question last week. Uh-huh. Um, you did I, have a Dumb and Dumber question on the podcast last week. That's but true. But I don't know number two. Do you I have that? absolutely I no two. clue. Dang it, Gelderman. No, well, just think of all of your favorite poems from 1820, yeah, 1820. Yeah, I know. The problem is I have so many. So and many. so they're all getting confused. Mm. How's that a round one question? Well, I don't know. We'll talk about it in a moment. So I guess y'all y'all don't know that one. So how are you going to do your points? Which one do you feel most confident about? Well, whatever. Let's go five with five. Uh, Dumb and Dumber and then three with Hockey. Those okay. are both, yeah. Right. And right, one, do you have any guess, guesses on that one? A visit from, yeah, Clement Clark Moore uh, wrote it, and the poem is A Visit from blank. Blank. See, my mind is saying Ronald McDonald, but that makes no sense. Oh, McDonald's from, didn't exist from 1823, then. I know. Right. Okay. Yeah, visit so, from 
Harry. And if anyone in there knows sign language, and if mm-hmm. Drew does as well. Oh, all right, so yeah. it's going to be eight points in this round. Uh, the the poem, all right, so definitely it is, is ho- it's ice hockey, right? I'm going to give you hockey. That's okay, fine. Thanks. Ice yeah. hockey is the correct answer. <laughs> and it is, of course, Dumb and Dumber. And that's so funny because, indeed, you had a question from Dumb and Dumber last week on the show. Um, and here's one from mine. Uh, this is a famous poem that starts off, "'Twas the night before... Christmas. Christmas and all through that. It's no. a visit from a visit from St. Nicholas, which is why oh. it's around one course this we just just was Christmas season. It just was a couple just weeks Christmas ago. Christmas season. Rats. Maybe people would have heard of that. Okay. A right. visit from St. Nicholas. Time for round two. Uh question number one. Between rabbits and hares, which are generally larger and have longer ears? That's question number one. Question number two. Two, in the world of finance, a startup company valued at over $1 billion is referred to using the name of what mythical animal? When there's a startup that's worth over a billion dollars, people call it a blank. And question number three, generally speaking, which will come to a boil at a lower temperature? Water alone or water with salt in it? All right, so water alone or salt water, which comes to a boil at a lower temperature. So we're going to talk about your answers and also what point values you will assign, five, right. three, and one. So podcast listeners, pause now if you want to, and uh, here we go. Okay, so number one was, I, I knew this, but remind it's me. a hair, I believe. He has a hair, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, number two, I believe, is a unicorn. Unicorn, okay. Yeah. And number three, I mean, let's think about this logistically, and I always think I get this one wrong. So right? I think it lowers the freezing point. Yeah, it does. But I'm not sure about boiling point. Right. Mm. Yeah. What effect would it have? Drew, do you do a lot of cooking? or I do. I you do? This. Okay. So it seems like this would be a trick that uh, people would know if they're doing and a lot of cooking. And this has been a thing that it raises the boiling point. What does? Right? That's the question? Yeah. Well, the question it, is, which would come to a boil at a lower temperature? Water alone? Water alone, Or right? salt water? I think water alone. Okay. But let's not go for 11. Let's do that as our one point. Yeah. Sure. So whatever, five for... So you your answers were hairs are larger. Five for that one, then three points for unicorn. You and said one unicorn and one point for alone. water alone. Okay, that's going to be a solid nine points. Indeed, hairs Ooh. are the larger of the two. It is indeed a unicorn um, and water alone. So I think it yet yeah, pushes maybe... It's harder for water to freeze if there's salt in it, harder yeah. for it to boil as well. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, time for round three, which is the will help us close out this opening section. We'll do a points update after this. Okay, question number one. When the SEC, as in the Southeastern Conference, was formed in 1932, there were 13 member schools. Uh, by 1970, though, three of them had left the conference. You just have to name one of those dearly departed schools, you know, still early in the game. So just what's one of the schools that left by 1970? Question number two, generally speaking, which is larger, a violin or a viola? Which of those two instruments is larger of the two? Gelderman nodding his head seems like he's going to know that and then question number three according to time magazine north dakota ranks first in the nation in most beer consumed per person which state ranked last if north dakota was the beeriest which was the least beery okay so there are the questions for round three people have a chance to go ahead and pause and write down their own answers and points but now let's talk about what you guys think okay so one was 
Vermont. Yeah, so one was name one of those schools that left the SEC. Oh, right. Um, so Swanee, uh, I believe, was on that list. Here are the ones uh, I know that Tulane was on, on the list at some point. But, I mean, the tricky part here could be, like, the original. But I'm going to go with Swanee. Okay. Because I, I do think that was maybe Gelderman more. and Drew, do you all feel okay I with that? I have absolutely no clue, so I'm perfectly very happy. confident. Okay. So, yeah. so you'll say Swanee those, for that one. Those teams were in the SC at some point. But, okay. Um, um, all right. Do you know right. another one? You said two that you think. I feel think. like Furman, okay. maybe. But, um, all right. Okay. Uh, number two was? Viola. Okay. Viola. Gelderman was doing a lot of nodding on that. So you feel pretty confident about that, I Gelderman? I am pretty confident. Why at least you know I that? hope so. Why well, because a violin is higher pitched and a viola is a lower tone. And so that means okay. naturally it should be larger, right? Why do you know so much about uh, the viola in general? Well, I used to want to learn. Oh, and so okay. I learned as much <laughs> as I could on paper. And then I tried and realized okay. this is not for me. So you say the viola is larger? Yes. I okay. hope you learned right. Same right. here. The pressure's on. Which state is the least beery? I would guess Utah. I well, was, was going to also guess that Utah. That was my guess as well. Well, because if you've ever tried to buy beer in Utah, they make it very difficult. Very difficult. Like, I remember the first time I was there, I just went to like, whatever. We were on tour and I guess to take back to everyone, like, get a case of beer that's not a thing right you can just get like only a certain few beers per person how much for one station. sip of beer i wonder yeah so i'm, I'm gonna go utah there we should go one with that okay. just because now could little... alaska be the answer how is it measured but again is it per, per, per person or is it oh it's per person then yeah utah yeah, yeah i'm surprised alaska's not yeah. one right as far as like the most um okay so yeah five and three whatever on those first two and then one and the last one so which one do you want to make your five five oh for dang the... it do you want to go five for viola or five for uh, Swanee? Well, that sure sounds like one of them's wrong. That oh, does just, sound like one of them. I'm wrong. just asking hey, look, what your you points are. Confident because even hey, though I know, sure. let's go five on viola. Swanee was one of the. They may not have been like when the SC absolutely okay. started. All right, that's nine points, guys. Very Dang good it. job. All Indeed, right. it was Swanee, Tulane, and Georgia Tech Georgia were Tech. the three uh, originals who then left. Violas are indeed larger, and Utah, not very boozy at all. Okay, well, let's take our first uh, miniature break, and then we'll get a points update. We're listening to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from O Brother Radio. We've got questions and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. If you have an event coming up, maybe an office party, let us know. We can come out and have trivia there at your event. For more information, email us at will at behammountainradio.com. All right, let's look at the points update with Gelderman. Gelderman, tell us, how are we doing? We uh, are doing pretty good for the first run. We are at 26 right now. 26? I think this is Sweet. the best we've done for the first little bit well, okay, so good. far. Drew is the uh, is the glue that has been holding us together. Then. So no pressure, John. Yeah, uh, that's right. John Lane joins <laughs> us now uh, as our next guest. Drew will be back for the final round. But okay, so and again, we're trying to beat 30... 36 how could you possibly not beat it at this point right? really we're trying to beat 94 okay yeah so that's maybe true. that's the new goal is okay. can you beat 94 and uh beat the team that won tuesday night at the electric in bluff park okay so here are the questions for round four it's the round of analogies uh question number one second line of a traditional snellen chart is to fp as first line of a traditional snellen chart is to what? All right, so second line of a traditional Snellen chart is to FP, as first line of a traditional Snellen chart is to what? Question number two, 
Uh, University of South Alabama is to Mobile as University of North Alabama is to what? And question number three, older Carpenter sibling is to Richard as younger Carpenter sibling is to what? I really feel like I'm making these questions too easy. What? All right, so let's go ahead and uh, at this point, now that players at home have had a chance to pause if they wanted to and write down their answers, let's go ahead and talk about what you guys think. Okay, let's go back to the first one. Remind us. Okay, so uh, second line of the Snellen right. chart, FP. What's the first line of a traditional Snellen chart? You know, John, I don't. That's, I mean, I've, that's done, I've done one somewhat recently. In the last year, I've done a few. Hmm. Well, now, what is one? A Snellen chart's the eye chart. Uh, when you go to the eye doctor, okay. I did one today. No. You did one today, <laughs> today. John. I went to the eye doctor, but they didn't say what it was. Or the really? name of it. No, 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 but just like okay, but at the top, do you remember what the top letter was? Oh, on a uh, Snellen chart. The very first one when they were like, "What's this?" Of course, they probably didn't ask you because it's I, so obvious. I skipped that one. <laughs> yeah, they usually do. You usually skip it unless I went down a little bit lower because they usually do say, "Look at the third mm. line or fourth line." See, I would think if you knew that this is the chart in a optometrist's office, you would. Think, I well, think I've we asked would the know question this. of if you're going to an eye doctor, what's the name of the chart? I mean, that's no, kind of, that's or if you see a Snellen chart, yeah. what kind of doctor? What kind? Uh, yeah. So, do we have a guess? Well, I mean, so it's got to be something that is like um, another letter. I want to say like it does a, need to be oh, another letter. I'm on board like with that. Another vowel, like E's and B's are backwards. E, ooh, I think E's good. E yeah. does sound good. E. Okay. All right, all right. So I like E. Yeah, I do believe that. People correct. in the green room are jumping up and down at the answer yeah. E. So maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe. Yeah. They're allowed to okay. do that. You can. You can't talk, but you can use sign language or jumping. Or words. jump up and yeah. down. Okay. Um, all right. So you're going to maybe go with E for that. Uh, next question is: University of North Alabama is located. So I went there one time. They yes. Called it Tuna Town. <laughs> The University of North Alabama, and I believe it was in Florence. Florence, okay. yeah, that's correct. That's, that's Why would they call it Tuna Town, I wonder? I think it's the, the acronym, right? That's interesting. The, the University, University of North, of North oh, no, Tuna. Tuna. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. great. It is Florence. It stuck out of my mind. Yeah, that's Tuna right. Town. <laughs> How about that? All right, so Florence is what we're saying there. And then who is the younger Carpenter sibling? The older one is Richard. Who's the younger Carpenter sibling? Is it Karen? Carpenter? Oh, oh, okay. that's a great, yeah. Okay, because I guess the way he asked it, I was thinking younger brother. I, but yeah, Karen. I, I, Karen. I heard the, yeah. like, when, why do birds suddenly appear? Oh. Dude, that's, yeah, that's totally right. That's <laughs> Karen. Okay. Karen, yeah. So um, you want to go think, with those three? I think we could go with 11 on this, right, Gelderman? We should. I didn't know any of these, so I'm on board for 11, though. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm ready uh -oh. to go. All right, so you, you want to go for 11? John? It's up to you. We had a trivia team name that said, should have gone for 11. Yes. And it usually didn't help us, but this could be fun. This so. would put you over the low bar score. Do you want to go would. for 11? I mean, I'm not trying to talk you into it because it. I'm all good. in. Yeah, I'm in if y'all are in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first line is E, indeed. Uh, of course, uh, Tuna Town is Florence. That's a new thing. I didn't know about <laughs> Tuna Town. That makes all the sense in the world now, though. The younger Carpenter sibling is Karen. Indeed, that's 11 points, guys. All right. Fantastic. All right, let's Fantastic. <laughs> move into round five. All right, so, mm, all right, pay close attention to this question. We'll talk about this. All right, so spell slash render heyday as found in this example sentence for its Merriam-Webster entry. Here's the example sentence. In its heyday, the circus was a major form of entertainment for small-town America. So the question is, what's the proper way to write heyday? Okay, so there's question number one. Question number two, um, if you play for the Rough Riders or the Eskimos, I'm not sure which of those team names is more ridiculous sounding, uh, and you've taken home the Grey Cup, then you are playing 
what sport? And question number three, if you are a SAG-AFTRA member, what sort of thing do you do for a living? All right, so Gelderman looks bewildered. Uh, all now. right, so pause if you're listening in the podcast. We're going to come up with your answers. Uh, here we go. Okay. All right, um, so number one, remind you of the Yeah, two. question number one uh, was, what's the proper way to write heyday? Right, so do you know, John, I mean... So it makes me think of like farming. So like hay, like you're making hay, but I really have no idea how to spell it. Well, but that would be H-A-Y, mm-hmm. which I do think that would be the only question here. Is it H-A-Y-D-A-Y or H-E-Y-D-A-Y? Okay. But of course, I don't know. I've never, but I would go H-A-Y-D-A-Y if I decided, if we were guessing on this one. It reminds me of like the harvest, like it's yeah. heyday. Right? Yeah, I also would. I was about to try and type it out on my little notes app, and then I realized autocorrect would well, have... Oh, yeah, can't yeah. do that, that right. Answer, That's right. So I can't yeah. do it. See how ethical Gelderman yeah. is. He realized yeah. he was about to cheat. This is him. why I'm behind the board. Okay. We keep right. him around so he doesn't steal. And okay, we know he's so... Not <laughs> um, okay, all right. So that's first. Number yeah. two... Yeah. Uh, Question number two was uh, if you play for the Rough Riders yeah, and take home. football. That's Canadian football. Okay, right. Huh. And question number three was if you are a SAG-AFTRA member, what kind of work do you do? So SAG is a Screen Actors that, Guild. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so oh. uh, entertainment. Yeah. I, I mean, acting, I think it's more than just acting to be a member of this, but Screen okay. Actors Guild, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what do you want to do with your points? And, and officially, what are your answers one more time? Well, so. five for football. Okay, five for football. Three for acting. Yep. Okay. Um, and one for heyday. And how are you How are you Y-D-A-Y. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right, so uh, that's going to be eight points there. Indeed, uh, football, Canadian football, because it's not normal football. You you did. Oh, of course you did. And even if you hadn't, I was still going to give it to you. Um, And then SAG-AFTRA, interestingly, yes, indeed. Acting is probably the easiest answer to come up with. But it turns out anything, any work in the television or radio industry uh, might have you be a SAG-AFTRA. Oh, no, no, no. All right, so yeah, just trying to gaffer and be a member of. That's exactly right. And heyday. So really, two things we were looking for. Did you know that this is just one word, right? So it's not two words. It's not hyphenated. Um, And the way you all said it, you had it as just one word. So that's good. And the spelling, unfortunately, though, is H E Y D A Y. Heyday. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Okay. Real quickly, let's look at uh, round six, and then we'll do a points update after a short break. Um, Round six survey says, uh, you know, a little over a decade ago, I asked 110th grade students, right, the following question. You're just trying to come up with the top three most popular responses. Try to put them in the right order. The question was, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Okay, so players at home can pause and write down what they think the top three most popular responses were. Try to put them in the right order. You don't have to put any point values in this round. We'll tell you how the points work. Okay, guys, what do y'all think? Um, what would 10th so- graders say? So it was twenty years ago. It was about it was about thirteen years ago. Thirteen years. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Gelderman, the, this wasn't I'm, long ago for you. It wasn't. Do I would you like say ice cream. I don't have it too often. I'm lactose intolerant, unfortunately. Oh, oh, Gelderman. Yeah. I know. It's not I know. a good question for Gelderman. Um, but I'm gonna guess vanilla chocolate and chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Or cookies and cream, actually, instead of chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay, there are three. There are four. There are three. There are four different things that Gelderman just said. Guys, do you all want to weigh in on this? So whenever we play at the dip, yes. we always think, where would they have that ice cream? Or, you know, they kind of bring in the context. So what do they have in lunchrooms? So I was thinking, oh. like Neapolitan, yeah, chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Uh-huh. 
I don't know what order, but like they didn't usually have too many exotics at my high school as far as different flavors. So, so we hear some commonality between John and Gelderman's answers, but also some differences. Will, what do you think? No, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, what John said sounds fine. I mean, honestly, because I don't. I have like the a, strawberry answer more than cookies and cream. I'm gonna right, be so, honest. Okay. So let's do that. And I know that you know my kids when we, they have Neapolitan, we go to my our parents. So house, what so. order would we like to put them in then? What do you think is the most popular response? Name Neapolitan, strawberry. I mean, so first would be vanilla, then strawberry, then Neapolitan, I would guess. Right? Now, hang on. So are you saying... Most popular, vanilla. So, so what are your three flavors? Neapolitan usually is like a combination of all three. So you can oh, have right. chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. So so you're saying those three? Yes. So what order, though? Oh. Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. I'm going to go vanilla, then chocolate, then strawberry? There you go. Okay. Most popular response was chocolate. Ah, okay, that's but that's right. okay. You can still get still nine get points. points. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we got nine points. You just said nice. You can, no, you can still get nine oh, points. Ah. <laughs> the next most popular flavor was vanilla, which is always so shocking to me. I don't even consider that to be a flavor, but whatever, it's fine. It is the okay. flavor. Yeah, it's you know so vanilla. And then the third most popular response was. Cookies and cream. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So what's even, this? We got uh, Even lactose-intolerant Gelderman knew that. You got eight points. So here's the way it works if you're playing at home. If you got them all right, uh, chocolate, then vanilla, then cookies and cream, and in the right order, it's 11. If you got them all right, but in the wrong order, it's nine. If you got two of them right, it's eight. That's what you guys got. If you got one of them right, that's five. If you missed them all, what are you doing? All right, quick break, uh, then we'll come back and get a points update here. Trivia with Will and Reed. We're listening to Trivia with Will and Reed, the trivia game from O Brother Radio. We've got questions, and hopefully you've got answers, so grab a pen and paper and play along. You'll either know a bunch or learn a lot. Either way, you're a winner. If you have an event coming up, maybe an office party, let us know. We can come out and have trivia there at your event. For more information, email us at will at behammountainradio.com. All right, here we go. More trivia with Will and Reed. Now, Gelderman, let's talk about the points update. What you got? We are at 53 points. 53 whole 53 points. 53 whole points. Okay, so you don't have to worry about the low bar. Now let's see if we can beat the high bar. All right, Drew um, joins us back now. Uh, John did a fantastic job, including one 11 round points. So. Not too shabby. Here comes the home stretch, round seven. Question number one, the collective term P-Funk sorry, represents the names of what two bands, both of which had George Clinton as a member. Question number two. With, with an atomic number of 80, what is the only metal that is in liquid form at standard conditions for temperature and pressure? <coughs> and finally, uh, what famous Ottawa chief who died in 1769 shares his name with a now defunct brand of automobile manufactured by General Motors up until 2010? All right, guys, let's talk about what your answers would be for these three questions. Ooh, that was fast. Okay. Okay. Uh... So P-Funk stands yeah, for what two bands? Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number two, what metal is in liquid form at STP? That would be Mercury, Mercury, Mercury right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And question number three, uh, who was the Ottawa chief uh, who shares his name with a now defunct brand of automobile? I have no clue. Mm. Oh, gosh. This is a problem mm. where uh, they, they're mouthing from the other room, <laughs> which is legal. That's fine. That's totally legal. I think I saw I think Plymouth. Plymouth. Okay. I Plymouth. thought I saw. I thought I saw watermelon. Or I also uh, think that was it. We okay. have this weird thing where one of our producers, <laughs> when he's in the other room, no matter what he mouths, it looks like he's saying New Orleans. No matter what. 
It's right, New so Orleans. I'm like, I don't think it's New Orleans. It's fat. What was the first president? Yeah. Not he's, New Orleans. He's a bowed, bad uh, mouther. All right, so y'all are going to say Plymouth? I, yeah, let's go 11 on this. Okay, going 11 for that. So yeah. y'all are saying, once again, Parliament Funkadelic, Mercury, and Plymouth going for 11 points. Sounds good. Right? Okay, good yeah. deal. All right, so uh, Parliament Funkadelic, indeed. Nice job. Mercury, of course. And Pontiac is the uh, uh, no! Ottawa chief that is the uh, rats. This is how we learn the, the difficult window, lesson. Not, the, not that window where they are. I was going to throw it through this window. Shouldn't have gone for 11. Okay. Son um, of a Rats, gun. okay, that's fine. Let's let's pick it back up and see if we can do better in round eight. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's like when my wife says, how do I look in this outfit? I say, you look fine. And then, then we have a fight. It's not. Jeez. All right. Uh, people familiar with TMZ.com could probably tell you that the studio zone is considered to be everything within a blank, blank radius of the old offices of the Association of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. Question number two. Archie Manning could tell you that blank miles per hour is the official speed limit on the Oxford campus of the University of Mississippi. And question number three, sucrose is a disaccharide made up of two monosaccharides. Name either of those monosaccharides. Okay, so round eight gets a little bit more challenging. Let's right. talk about your answers. Number one's 30 miles, the 30 mile zone TMZ. Okay, 30 right. miles. So the speed limit, Archie Manning's number was, so it, Peyton and Eli, Peyton was 18. Uh, Eli's number was, remember Eli Manning's number? I no clue. Know. I think mm. it's Eli's number, not Peyton's. Or did Peyton take Archie's number, even though he went and played for Tennessee? Interesting. I, I don't think so, though. I think what it's a, What Eli's. about Archie's grandson who lost his ID in the first week of uh, Arch. Con? Yeah, Archie. And uh, his dad, Cooper, now owns Iron City here in town. Hot dog. Yeah, so. Okay, so what are we going to go with for the speed limit there? It's not 18 because it's it's Eli's number. Nobody, no clue. I run it. None at all. 10, 18. Go with 18. Okay. I and do think Eli was 10, but I think it's 18. Let's talk about those uh, monosaccharides. Of course. I'm going to go with glucose. That was my fault, too. Yeah. Glucose. Okay. All right. So your official answers are 30 mile. You said That's 18. Five. I did one on that. And then three on. Okay. Three for glucose. That is nine points. 18 is indeed the right answer. Yes. And I'm thinking that was Archie's number, right? When he I, I, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but Eli was 10, but he did. There you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, that's weird. All right. Time for the bonus round. In the periodic table, uh, elements are often represented by an abbreviation of one or two letters. We all know that. Known, and that's known as an element symbol. Okay. There are nine elements whose symbols do not contain letters used in the element names as they commonly appear in English. So there are nine possible answers. You just need to try to come up with five. And here's the thing, you got to tell me the element and its symbol. So give me five elements where the symbol does not have letters from the name of the element. The only two coming to mind would be gold and iron, because iron for sure is F-E, okay. and then gold Potassium. is A-U. Ooh, okay. that's oh, right. K. K. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, I think lead is PB. Yes, lead is PB. Nice. And then tin, right? Tin is, no. Is tin? T -N. Yeah. What Shoot. What so assuming of? those are all right, uh, you would have four at this point. You would need at least one more to complete. Mm. If you can't come up with it, you could go in with those four and try to get three points. If you can come up with one more and you feel confident, you could go for 20, but doing so is risky. What did you say gold was? AU. Gold That's is right. AU. Yeah. Is silver AG? Silver, I think, is A 
Oh. But I'm not sure. Okay. Well, let's just put that and not go for 20. Okay, because okay, we can't, we don't know of any others, so we're going to go with that. All right. right so, all right. Uh, good news. That is a solid 15 points. Indeed, potassium is K, iron is F, E, silver is A, G. Nice work there, Drew. Um, gold is A, U, uh, lead is P, B. Hey, we mentioned this one earlier. Mercury is H, G. Sodium is N, A. And then we get some weird ones. Antimony is A, G, is uh, S, B. And tungsten is W. So anyway, that's 15 points. Gelderman, do we know what the uh, final score yes, is? Yes, we are sitting good at a 77. 77? That's not that's too not bad. bad. That now, last week was you know, 84. This that's is well, down. That's true. We, that. we did 11. We shouldn't have in that's, one round. That's what so, yeah, so we would have been... Yeah, you right. actually would have beaten the 84 had you not yeah. gone for 11. That's okay. okay. Hey, that's lesson okay. learned. That's fine. Lesson learned. All right, everybody. Thanks for playing this week. No doubt. Yeah, go download the podcast now. Subscribe. Uh, Trivia with Will and read... We'll see you guys next time.